Hi, this is Amrita Sukumar and I am bringing to you this podcast called Unsettling. Look around you. Everyone is trying to create their own story. Make a tiny change in someone's life by just following their passion and in turn inspiring the others to follow suit. This podcast brings to you stories of people who have defied the definition of settled set by the society and have created their own. They have found happiness in their version of settled. Welcome to another episode of Unsettling. Today I have with me a guest who is an HR professional by day and a superhero at night. Well, superhero on the weekends actually. She's an art therapy facilitator who works with special children and senior citizens. Art therapy is a new concept at least for me and I was really intrigued about it. I'm sure you are piqued about knowing more about it too. So why don't we get to know her story? Please help me welcome Mayura Mulai. Hi Mayura. Hey, hi Amrita. How are you? How's the lockdown treating you? Uh well, I think it's come it's been coming in tides and I think right now I'm sailing through them much better. Um <laughs> doing a lot of self work and yeah, I think uh, since it was a I think it was a challenge right to come out better with the after the quarantine. So yeah, <laughs> trying to stick to those norms i'm glad you are following the norms and you're staying safe uh mayura can you tell the listeners a little about yourself what do you do and how did you find art therapy so sure. so i think the best um, i would describe myself would be that i am a learner and i'm learning to live and be more open to possibilities with that i am also an hr professional working in the field of rewards and employee wellness and i started doing some volunteer work as art based therapy practitioner uh, just a couple of years back mm-hmm. and i would say that it has immensely changed how i experience life so i was on the lookout for some opportunities to volunteer in mental health for a few years and my thought of mental health was of course now once you start talking about mental health it seems like okay some illness some stigma but right. the way i look at it is that um, just like physical health right we exercise regularly we don't say that okay today i'm going to exercise and for the entire year now i'm not going to look at it i think mm-hmm. mental health is also something uh, of that sort where we need to right. do some work on a daily basis and i was looking for these opportunities Mm-hmm. and i of course i did start looking at uh, uh, come across some volunteering work but it was not really aligning with me on a personal front that was not something i what i could identify with myself and also i thought that this was not probably accessible to everyone i would i almost looked at it that it has to be like a first aid which should be available to everyone not like uh, like getting into all, always a therapy room or uh so to say always finding a counselor of course those uh, we can't never we can't really do without them but then it has to be more holistic and something you can do on a day to day basis is how i looked at okay uh, mental health and that's where i wanted to start off with <laughs> so that is how you uh, discovered art therapy and you started uh, with the yes. course so i so, yeah so the this recovery when came a little uh, later and very randomly so i was just in fact i was having a bad day uh, that day and i had a ter- terracotta clay sitting with me for some time because i wanted to make a masterpiece out of it 
<laughs> and then I decided that okay, today let's just uh, maybe with no planning, I just started started doing something with it, playing around with it, breaking it down, building it up every time. Mm-hmm. And the end product was in aesthetic terms abstract, and in layman's term disfigured sphere. <laughs> okay. And that day it didn't matter to me somehow. So uh-huh. I think we've just given art somehow a very uh, like some stature, right? Where uh, only you it has to be sellable, it has to be understandable, and you have to be gifted to pursue it. But I think art is just a primarily a form of expression and that's where I started exploring more if I can do something in this field specifically. Wow. You put it actually very well. Art is like music or dance. And I think even kids do it because uh, I remember my nephew, we used to just give him crayons and we used to give him paint and then he used to create his own art and he used to be really joyous when he was doing it. And I also understand when you say that um, it is somehow meditative when you're just creating these abstract arts where you're creating and then you're breaking it down and somewhere you're just focused on one thing and that's, that is meditative is what I feel. Exactly. So anything from maybe just a scribble at times we, we've all done it, right? Maybe right. at school, our, our last pages used to be always with those doodles <laughs> or something done during the class, but we found uh, expression in it or we, it made us happy in a way. So true. That's all art is, just finding an expression. And uh, that's where we, I think, need to start afresh from. Yeah, right. So uh, you have taken a course in art therapy, right? So what did they teach you there? Yeah. So uh, just for the benefit of the audience, um, what I, of course, when I thought that I'm going to work, art therapy is what I started looking at. But then um, art therapy is a very... um, a comprehensive study, which is almost like, which almost entails like a MS in art therapy and also requires okay. psychology. So okay. what I did was called as art-based therapy practitioner, which okay. of course does use the same tools, mm-hmm. but the approach is a little different. In art therapy at times, you also evaluate the artwork. Here, uh, the focus is more on how that art made the person feel rather than what right. did he draw, like not the focus is not on what colors he used or what is the end product or what is the picture telling, but what was, what was the after effect or how has the person been progressing eventually is, right. is how art-based therapy practitioner works with some mm-hmm. goals which you have and then how the person is working on. So yeah, I would like to kind of uh, break it down Here into is. that. that yes. This is, okay. is art-based therapy <laughs> and we can okay. nickname it as ABT. Okay. Okay. Done. Done. Okay, so when you say psychology, so uh, have you learned psychological aspects of art as well? No, that's what I uh, wanted to uh, specify that. Specify this, that you have not. Uh, does not, yeah, yeah. I have my professional training is completely into commerce, mm-hmm. and art. Th- if you go into a complete art therapy kind of one, it does also require a certain psychology background. But this one, right. one is where it's more about you just have to have a liking for art or be able to use those mediums, so to say. Okay, okay, done. So uh, how, how did you find working with children with special needs and how did it change you? I think uh, more than what I gave them, I think they gave me a lot. I think it was very enriching as an experience because uh, the most 
important lesson which they taught me was that you can start from where you are and what you have. Mm. We are, or at least I was with so much of preconceived notions of what I can do and I cannot do. Mm-hmm. And somewhere that was completely uh, broken down in a way because I learned to take chances. I'm open mm-hmm. now to try out things which are probably out of my comfort zone or I'm not, uh, let's say I don't excel at it as such. But that's what, what uh, I think to start with. They taught me to have an open mind, not mm-hmm. be really fixated um, on achieving a certain goal, being part of the, like just enjoying that process, right? Not always wanting to have something at the end of the day because working with special needs is quite organic and uh, it's not that what you've gone with planned for, it's going to turn out the same. They would be in a different mode. You can't really, and even art-based therapy is not that you have to school them. It's not about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about just uh, let giving them space to to really explore themselves and explore us in also in a way. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So that is how it changed. Um, but... You, as you said that it's one day is different from the other, then what were the challenges that you had to face while working with them? How did you keep them engaged and engrossed? Yeah. I think uh, one thing which uh, since I had started with Terracotta myself, I thought of using Terracotta medium with them as well. And mm-hmm. it quite, turned out quite uh, well because uh, they that's something which does not require structure, right? You right. give them that and they're completely engrossed. You don't, you don't have to give them, uh, this is what the end product is or so many instructions per se. So mm-hmm. seeing them just immerse in that was uh, beautiful. Then bringing them together. So we had something called as holding hands was one of the uh, experiment we tried just to bring them together and how they okay. brought each other together without really... Uh, by taking care that the other person is not hurt in, in any way or we are bringing everyone together in a circle. Mm-hmm. That was uh, one of the highlights and that's something which they figured out by themselves. It was not something somewhere where uh, I had to instruct them and somewhere I think that uh, our even our constant perseverance of this is how it should be gets completely mm-hmm. challenged. And uh, <laughs> I had to, I think the challenge which I had was I always want a structure. I am too much into telling, uh, guiding people. Hmm. So that is somewhere I had to hold back myself from that. Uh, this is to keep my self out of that line in, and not bring my, uh, put myself in, in, in their progress. Right. So, yeah, I think that was the biggest challenge of not, uh, it was not to satisfy my ego or my uh, needs, but more for uh, them to come, move from point A to point B. Wow, that actually makes so much sense now, right? Because we have been living in a particular structure and we know that if uh, this is the knowledge that is imparted, this is the reaction that we are supposed to get, or this is our expectation from people. And then when you go out there and you realize that all your uh, preconceived notions are failing and then you learn to work around them, with them rather, uh, that, that is one beautiful thing that you must have faced, which you have, I think, overcome. So when you mentioned Terracotta, what are the other activities that you conducted to keep them engaged apart from that? Yes. So drum circles is also um, a major part in uh, art-based therapy. So the tools which are usually used in art-based therapy come from uh, music, drama, 
uh, movements meditation practices as well mm-hmm. uh, mind which would would be like mindful walking so just to control the energy or just to calm them down a lot uh, mindful walking is what one of the things which we started with then okay. there was um, of course drum circles where they were exposed to different instruments and uh, how, and also not uh, get them used to a specific instrument they should be open to different instruments so uh drum circles was one of them stories where they created their own stories or they uh they came up with characters of their own stories that was one of uh, the mediums which we worked with okay okay oh so uh, art therapy is not literally art but exactly oh okay so uh yes. this this is now i'm really intrigued about this part of it so what are the uh, various you know mediums through which you communicate with them music art and what else there's uh, music drama dance drama. Okay. Uh, visual art visual art as well which of course has painting terracotta these all are considered as visual art then there's storytelling okay. okay there's movement so it can uh-huh. be anything like just holding hands or walking are also extremely therapeutic okay. and then there's meditative practices as well okay and then you get responses from them about all these things especially storytelling and drama yes we do in fact they are uh, quite quick response so i think the way we uh, also perceive when we look at special needs it's mm-hmm. uh, i think that's where we also need to start breaking our notions it's mm-hmm. they are individuals at the end of the day they do have a mind of their own right. and uh, i think they they definitely have a more mature mind okay. than us they they are very uh, forgiving for your mistakes they are open to your, what you want to try out uh-huh. and they they're definitely not judging and they let go quite easily so okay. i think uh, the shift happens when you start looking at them also as able individuals right um, right i think that's and that was also uh, the belief i used to start my work with that these are individuals i'm working with um, and not working with any labels per se right so, right so no, we they I, of course yes they do uh, respond and at times they respond in such ways which you will not uh, even expect so even this whole uh, team which I, we used to have every day that they have to bring everyone together in a circle mm-hmm. without leaving anyone behind so the mm. uh, solution with which they came up with was how uh, the cricket teams were just mm. before the match begins they hurdle right so they right. came with that they came up with that uh, solution that we can hurdle so every we can bring everyone together because holding hands and coming in was always huh. a struggle someone was obviously left out right and you can't make a circle out of it Right. so they came up with the solution that we can probably team hurdle okay wow so uh, yeah so uh, honestly even i have had this barrier in my head that i feel you might have had to put extra effort to get this out of them but when you're saying that it's normal then well i'm also surprised um so are there any uh, anecdotes from your interactions with them where you were really surprised by the outcome of your activities any story yeah i think uh, yeah so uh, i think one of the uh, they are quite receptive and quite emotional when they 
they do realize that uh, somewhere maybe they are impacting others as well so i think the biggest uh, thing was the biggest uh, in a way victory or i would say learning for me was that they really opened up about uh, how they felt and they looked forward to the sessions so mm-hmm. if one of the days i would not come they like oh you didn't come the other day they were mm-hmm. used it's not that they would forget about it or and they were always eager to learn or and they all, in fact they themselves came up with ideas oh. um, to suggest what they would want to do uh-huh. so i think that was a learning and at uh, as much as i think i started taking more of a back seat and letting them uh, suggest things that's mm-hmm. where that shift happened that i don't have to, i just have to facilitate i don't have to control the session or i am not training anyone here so i think that was one of the things that we don't uh, i think magic happens when you just let go or, or you start start looking at a end goal in mind because a lot wow. of sessions where i uh, let go of no it's okay let's let's just more let's just improvise that's uh-huh. where i think those were the best sessions where i could uh, see the maximum impact and where they started involving more if you try to force things probably mm-hmm. it will not work but if you try to uh, blend things better the way uh, the way uh, your group wants it, it works yeah. out better wow so you're not a teacher honestly you're a facilitator someone who is just giving them the push in the right direction as long as uh, they're just doing what they love to do wow true <laughs> so um are you pursuing full time now or is it uh, still part time yeah so uh, even when i began with this i it was very clear that i want to pursue this along with my full time career because i i really enjoy what i do and this is something which i wanted to do as an extension of uh, my uh my as as my focus or my what i wanted to create as a awareness for mental health and that's how it began and i of course don't work only with special needs even during this course tenure i have uh, worked with different groups uh, it's uh, a drum circle which i conducted for uh, senior citizens or maybe a storytelling mm-hmm. session which i did for kids so it's art based therapy uh, of course it, at times when you start talking about therapy it mm-hmm. always feels like okay something should be wrong when you go for therapy but right. i think that word at times is uh, is a hindrance it's mm-hmm. not you can do it any time it's i think it's just like i said it's just like a just like you do physical exercise uh, this is something which you can do also right so so now can- of course with the lockdown i've not been uh, i'm not getting to do physical sessions but right. i'm trying to explore as much i can do on social media so i have mm-hmm. just started a page called story minds where i'm trying to at least build some content where people can go to every day but then i'm i'm planning to maybe uh, try shifting and exploring the uh, online medium more now oh, wonderful finally we can see you online because i think you were trying to uh, run away from it as much as possible uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. so would you suggest that art therapy is something that one should do every day or practice in practice it every day as much as possible yes so i think uh, as i said so every time at times uh, we don't always have to come with a therapeutic goal but it's more about self care so mm. anything which makes you feel happy it doesn't it doesn't uh, make a difference whether you are great at it or you are, you 
at the end of the day you have you can perform in a uh, reality show that should not be the end goal of it it should be that you are enjoying it every day because i think all art forms i think the, that is the new normal right if you're good at yeah. it that means you should participate in a reality show yeah yeah of course it should either be either go all the way or don't do it at all uh, exactly so that's where it starts from so anything uh, just like mindful walking or uh, let's say maybe scribbling if that makes you happy um, what do you mean the- I'm, i'm sorry to cut you off what do you mean by mindful walking if for example i was supposed to do it so i think every day when we walk if we can just take slow steps while uh, monitoring how do we know when we when our foot rests have you ever noticed what part of your foot rests the first rests first is it the ball is it the heel of your foot what rests first have you ever given it a thought no, i don't exactly. notice it on occasion i have noticed it only because once my brother asked me to run and he had specified that when you are running first your ball the ball of your feet should touch first and then your heel and um, that is when i notice my pattern how do i run or how do i generally walk so my heel touches first which apparently is the wrong way to run <laughs> yes yeah, so the ball is what is suggested that uh, is should rest first but that's what how many of us really pay attention at least i did not give any um, attention to how what is how does your every limb move when you are resting it's so just maybe taking uh, slow walking just from towards from the uh, from one even within a room from to, until mm-hmm. the door to the door if you're just walking and noticing that when is your ball touching when is your uh, how is your limb moving how yeah. is your hand moving and just observing that and how much how, how much do we know about our own bodies right so mm-hmm. that's something also mindfully breathing just sitting uh, outside begin while beginning the day just closing our eyes just listening to the chirps of the birds right now of course uh, it's the best time to listen to bird chirping but yes, not I now birds in the background in uh, at your end i feel <laughs> yes uh, so exactly that just being mindful uh, being aware about those things and doing what you want to do in terms of wow. art as i mentioned there are possibilities it's just movement also is art so just being aware of yourself and starting every day with some self care and at least as much as you can maybe involving then starting with your family you can always do something uh, related to art i think just uh, crayons and now since the op- things have opened up just getting a doing like a group activity one day sitting down everyone draws what he wants to can also yeah. be a great exercise for uh, self care and i would i would consciously uh, keep refraining from the word therapy because i think therapy is also got therapy a is, yeah. very <laughs> negative word right now uh, that's what people feel that therapy is when some something goes wrong but self care i think is something that everyone should do on a daily basis so yeah i think i think therapy should get a positive review soon hopefully it happens but uh, till then yeah so uh, what do you feel is the me- mental health care situ- mental health scenario now in today's world because as much as i can see anxiety has increased tenfold uh, we are totally in a scenario where we are continuously working without breaks and that is somewhere taking a toll on everyone's health so what do you feel what is your say on this yeah i think this situation in a way has uh, forced us to really 
look at ourselves more closely because until now there was no such time where we really had to sit home for so long and uh, now it's not even about work life balance it's just work life integration right you are on all the time if it's uh, family care if it's everything is happening the at the same time so somewhere realizing to switch off that button or just take a step back and think about what is going on is mm-hmm. important and it's not that always everyone can uh, take uh, take uh, notice of it until it really reaches a stage where it goes out of hand so that's right. where i really feel that uh, we need to start knowing ourselves better what mm-hmm. what we need what, what we need to do for ourselves just taking out time every day to mm-hmm. just reflect on how the day was maybe just count our blessings if nothing else just maintain a gratitude diary Uh, okay. of the simple things because i think now everything ha- uh, seems like a blessing right the smallest yes, things are a blessing truly i know <laughs> so i think, so yeah, is that I'm what you do is there. that what you do daily uh, do you have a gratitude journey what, what what are the things that you do for self care yes so i think uh, i i think uh, i'm on a 56 day streak i use the calm app um, this is not an endorsement but it's been really <laughs> helpful for me Okay. and i they do have uh, something called as uh, maintaining your gratitude check in or uh, checking in how you you're feeling that day mm-hmm. so that really helps me to track track back of how i've been feeling or how uh, doing the meditation has really helped and i think uh, if i look i was just the other day comparing how it's been uh, in the earlier few days when i had just started the meditation practice until now and i think mm-hmm. i feel uh, from being anxious uh, or stressed now consistently shows as relaxed more often for me when i look at the check-ins for wow. myself wonderful i'm really glad that you're doing this for yourself so i guess we have also learned a few things from uh, therapy uh, not therapy it's self care we have changed the term altogether <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what message would you like to give someone who wants to pursue this art therapy just go for it i would say uh, there are a lot of uh, avenues uh, of course some it might take some time till you can really get enrolled and start getting out but i think mm-hmm. the smallest uh, effort you can start making is with your near and dear ones of course online meetings are still available they are still accessible so just plan something like a art activity maybe just something like a beatboxing or uh, creating your own uh, melody or something of that sort or just creating a artwork something of that sort just just uh, start small but start is what i would say and it uh, i think art as i mentioned is not something which you really have to be good at it's just that you need to be open for possibilities and mm-hmm. uh, and there's no looking back yes so art is everywhere around you you can do whatever you like and the only thing is that you start and not worry about how good you are at it or worry about what kind of validation you will get as long as you do it it's wonderful uh, do it for your own mental peace is what mayura is telling us so uh, this is coming coming to the end of the question and i'm asking you this final question what is your definition of settled because everyone asks you to settle down and do things their way but uh, what do you feel is your definition of settled i think being in your being able to be in your own skin 
not trying to look for any validations doing something because you want to do it uh would be settled uh, for me is because i think we are at times we are constantly doing certain things really mindlessly just uh, and if you look back and think about it that why we are doing probably we might not even have the answer of why we started all, all of it so just mm-hmm. taking a step back thinking what you really want to do uh, being comfortable with it and yet it does not mean uh, stopping at one point it means being okay with your current reality but being still working towards a new reality is how i would call it wonderful so thank you thank you for this and i think what uh, we have learned from today is to be to self evaluate go inside and uh, even if you're doing anything any small thing you have to be mindful of what uh, you even if you're reading something to be mindful of what you're putting inside and if you're doing some kind of artwork it is important that you just do it for yourself So thank you so much Mayura for having this discussion with us and telling us what all you do and what is art therapy. It was really insightful. <laughs> I had a lot of fun talking to you. Thank you Amrita, thank you for having me. So uh is there any as you said there was a page that people could follow and uh, get in touch with you for your workshops. So can you mention the name of the page again? It's storyminds_mayura on Instagram. on instagram is there any any other page affiliated links to which uh, we can connect with you uh, it's still work in progress i would say okay but so yes this is the only link right now yeah right now okay so if anybody wants to get in touch with mayura learn more about art therapy or uh, just go and attend one of her workshops you can do so on her page and i will be adding all the links in the description thank you so much mayura thank you hello people thank you for tuning in if you like this episode and you like unsettling all you have to do is give me a feedback and for that please visit my instagram page that is amritasukumar_unsettling and uh, well you can send me a dm or you can send me a mail all the details are there on that page i would love for you to just tell me how you feel yeah and i will get back to you and if you have any people who would like to share their stories you have to let me know because i would love to listen to them Till then, stay tuned to Unsettling. Like, share, subscribe, follow. Let your friends know, and uh, stay safe. Yeah, <laughs> bye.